All right. Welcome to the Fargo Five. I'm Conrad Fargo, and uh, this is Fargo Famous. We are here with Brandon Beatty. Hello, Brandon. Boujou Anin. Hello. Well, hello, hello. What uh, what was that? Uh, Boujou Anin. It's a way to say uh, hello in Ojibwe. Ojibwe. Okay, you want to get up on that mic and really just swallow okay. it. Ojibwe, and that uh, that's perfect because you are from the Indigenous Association. Yes. Uh, yeah, we're a nonprofit in uh, Fargo, and we serve the Fargo-Moorhead region. Um, we're, our goal is to unite, connect, and strengthen the indigenous community in the Fargo-Moorhead area. That's really cool. And so are you from Fargo originally? No, actually, I'm, I grew up in the Twin Cities. I grew up in Brooklyn Park, and I uh, kind of lived in the Twin Cities most of my life. And I came up back. I came out here about five or six years ago um, and made a lot of really good connections in the community and have lots of friends here and um, made Fargo home. What, uh, what is it that brought you to Fargo in the first place then, six years ago? That was, what, in 20, 2017? Yeah, um, it feels like forever ago, but it feels like just yesterday. My, uh, my, my wife is a midwife, and she got a job um, here in Fargo. And so we stayed for, like, I got an apartment, and I was like, well, let's, let's suss this out, see if it's going to be cool. Um, came to Fargo, um, stayed in an apartment in West Fargo. And then uh, probably about a couple months into her new job, uh, I looked at her and I was like, this is home, isn't it? And she said, yeah, this is home. As a midwife. Uh, so she came here as a midwife. Yes. And you followed along with her. I did. Okay. And how long has she been doing the midwife job? Uh, as long as we've been here. So that's when that was her first midwife job. She's a, you know, she was a nurse, so or is a nurse still, oh, wow. um, but she's a registered nurse. And so then when she, she finished her graduate school, she just wanted to um, step into that role and she's been just crushing it since. And what were you doing at that time? Uh, I was a social worker. Uh, I've worked in different community um, organizations and schools, um, mostly with children's mental health type issues. And you were over in West Fargo then? Uh, yeah, I was. Um, my my first job was actually Youth Works in this this area, and so I worked with Youth Works for a while. Um, a great organization doing great things in the community. And where are they? Did, so you you went into the office there from West Fargo, and they are also in West Fargo. Uh, they're actually down. Uh, they've moved since when I first started, but they're located over right by 94 and 18th in, yeah. in Fargo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, very cool. And then when did you uh, join the Indigenous Association? When did that happen? Well, I was so I was one of the founding board members of the Indigenous Association um, about three years ago. Wow. Yeah, we had a, a, you know, a contractor kind of put this in motion through the Native American Commission in Fargo, um, and then they, they used a, a contractor to, like, figure out if they could turn this concept into like uh, a bigger organization and so um, that person's name was Chelsea um, she really did the legwork to like figure out like how to get this started we had a really good uh, group of founding board members and then we ended up getting it going and so I was on the board for several years and then I, I became the interim executive dress director about a year ago so you were one of the founding members and that was so several like three years ago yeah, yeah. wow so that, it hasn't been around for a long time right in the middle of the pandemic yeah, 2020 Perfect wow. time to start an organization that wants to connect, <laughs> yeah. unite, and strengthen people. Yeah, <laughs> that's amazing. That's amazing. And so now, how many people are, are, are a part of that association? So we have um, myself and then two other contracted employees. We have uh, Tanya Redroad, who's been here since, I think, mm, January of this year. And then um, Tracy Wilkie, who's been with us for a few months. So just a handful of people. Yep. Wow. But I know that there's a lot of people who are really big supporters of you. So our mutual friend, uh, Renee, mm -hmm. who, who uh, uh, she does uh, Renee's Driving, um, Ellis Driving Services. Uh, she's a, a really good friend of mine. She's the one who introduced us yeah. together. And so how does how does somebody like her follow? So she's not a member of the association or she, she is or what? 
the greatest thing about like community community work is like you just meet a lot of people and some people have like a lot of people have great ideas and some and some of those people like really like are like hey we could use the indigenous association to launch this idea and that's what happened with renee um she's like oh i think indigenous focusing on indigenous businesses would be really cool and if you guys want to do it, like, like, let's do it. And so, yeah, she brought it to us. And well, we're like, she's also indigenous as well. She is. She yeah. Is. But so, so she's, are there a lot of people like Renee where you guys are maybe adjacent where it's indigenous people? I mean, how many, how many people would you say are in your overall network, including people like Renee? I mean, it sounds like maybe you're, you're relatively small or, or how, how big? Well, so part of our, like our goal is like, not just like focus on the indigenous community, like in our networks and like who we work with, because like in our, in our work, like it, it works with the entire community. So like, say, say like, uh, youth works or Sanford or whoever, like whoever the name is, um, they work with our population. So we want to have relationships with folks in multiple areas and multiple, um, doing multiple functions to be able to just like, to build those relationships and have ways to, um, partner and impact our community to make it even better than it is now. Wow, that's amazing. That's really, really cool. Well, believe it or not, that's already five minutes, so we are going to go to the music. I've uh, I've had this song stuck in my head for ever since uh, I just recently watched Stranger Things Season 4 and uh, that Kate Bush running up a hill. So now I've got a remix of it here for you to listen to so you guys can enjoy that, uh, done by Supernova, and we will come back talk more about the Indigenous Association and their exciting event that they have going on, uh, don't go nowhere. All right, that was Supernova Collective featuring AV Zero Italio Synthwave Remix, doing a remix of Kate Bush's Running Up That Hill. A lot of fun from uh, uh, Stranger Things Season 4. We are here today with Brandon Beatty. Did I say that right? Yes. Where did my sheet go? <laughs> I always say people's names wrong on the air, and then I get in trouble. We're here with Brandon, uh, who's going to talk to us about the Indigenous Association and their upcoming fun. This is the Fargo Fun segment. You guys are putting on Bear Grease. Yeah, it's super exciting. I'm I'm really excited for this uh, opportunity. We partnered with Humanities North Dakota, Sacred Pipe Resource Center, um, and then the Indigenous Association, and um, we're putting on a free show. Um, called Bear Grease, which is essentially like Grease, but it's indigenized. And um, it's going to be at the Fargo Theater on August 10th. Um, there's showtimes at 2 p.m. and 7 p.m. And the tickets are free. You just get them at humanitiesnorthdakota.org. Um, and then you can go to the classes and events, and then you can get them from there. Um, yeah, it's it's really, it's for me, like I, I think this is a good way to showcase indigenous uh like music and art and creativity and just show the uh the community a good time um we want you know indigenous folks there we want um non-indigenous folks there we want you know maybe teenagers there we want we want everyone to be there and just have fun and have a good time and enjoy the show what i think is really cool is that it's free and open to the public so that's you know that's when you told me that i was like oh my goodness i gotta have you on because that is our prime uh uh democrat there our target you know our target person is somebody who's putting something like that on so what why is it that you guys decided to do this free and open to the public and and uh how who did you have to partner with what what was the story of making that come true yeah i think uh we we kind of talked about like we wanted to bring them in town and so uh sacred pipe resource center actually came to us and asked us like are we interested in this and i was like yes we are um and so i think for me like i i, I want to showcase our our community in this way um and being able to make it free 
kind of take some of those those barriers away that for people that maybe would not want to go and see a live musical show at the Fargo Theater. Um, maybe it's like, well, it's free, so what do I have to lose? Um, it's going to be a really good show. So like, like I'm not like putting it down or anything. It's going to be an awesome show. But if you're not used to going to shows like this, like this could be your entry point, and you could really enjoy it. Um, and if not, um, you could say that you went to a live show. Um, in Fargo at the Fargo Theater. It's a beautiful venue. Um, I love every, I've been there a lot of times seeing different things and I just I love being in that space. How, does, how is it that you guys secured the Fargo Theater? I mean that's they must be a partner in this as well. Uh, so we, we rented it out like any other show and I've learned a lot like I'm a social worker by trade I'm an executive director of an organization like like booking a show at a theater is not my wheelhouse um, So I'm everyone's been really patient and helpful to try to figure out how to make all this work And so you're, you're the whole event coordinator for this whole thing then or who's uh, who's all helping you? Oh, I'm getting tons of help from um, Humanities North Dakota and Sacred Pipe Resource Center They're my my like crew. We have meetings to try to figure out like how to get all the details sorted out So um, big shout out to them. They're 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 excellent and there's no way this could have happened without them putting on an event is a lot of work just meeting after meeting after Mm -hmm. meeting just getting all of those details put together um and so this is going to be you've got two shows from two uh, there's one at two o'clock and then again at eight o'clock was it seven Seven o'clock wow that's i mean that's a lot of work for that for those uh actors to do two shows in one day and they're both free and open to the public. They are. And um, one of the coolest things about this is it's like a we, we put together a, like a state tour of Bear Grease. So we have, um, they're going to Spirit Lake first, they're coming to Fargo, and then they're going to Bismarck. So if you happen to be like, oh man, I'm out of town for this, but I'm going to be over in Bismarck, um, check out our website, um, indgns.org or humanitiesnorthdakota.org, and then you can see where the show, when the showtimes are in Bismarck as well. So, um, you know, if somehow you catch this and you're just visiting from Bismarck, like, be sure to go and check that out, too. Yeah, I think that would be, right before we go back to another music break, believe it or not, um, how, how can people get tickets? So, because you can't just show up at the door, or can you? Uh, no, it's we want to do pre. We're doing pre-registration, not necessarily tickets. So that way, we know how many people are coming, and we can make sure that people that want the seats right away have them. Um, so I think we're going to open up the doors early for the registered folks, and then once all once we get to a certain time. Uh, maybe like 10 minutes before you'll have to get register and get the email and get more information but then we'll we'll let um people in so we can fill up the rest of the seats with people who want to be there so it's not, it's not this week it's next week on the 10th at two o'clock in se- at seven o'clock at the fargo theater yeah you may be able to register there but but if you want to make sure you have a seat you need to go online and what's the easiest if somebody's just listening to this what's the easiest url to go to would it be your website that i something i g n how's that go well i n d g n s um we go. have like a little like spotlight on the you'll see the picture of uh bear grease just click on that it'll bring you to humanities north dakota but you can go to humanities north dakota.org and then press the classes and events and then scroll down you'll see the same picture um and just register there and you'll get your your guaranteed spot so that's human uh, one more time i <laughs> humanities HumanitiesND.org. HumanitiesND.org or INDGNS.org. You'll be able to find the tickets. You should get a ticket for next week and absolutely show up to this amazing, free and open to the public, indigenous rendition of the very popular musical, Grease. Yes. That'll be a lot of fun. All right. Next, we got uh, Potsu with Letting Go. Don't go nowhere. All right, that was Potsu with Letting Go. We are back with Brandon Beatty moving into Fargo FAQ. 
So, Brandon, we've got uh, people all around the country. They they love Fargo. They love this show. And they write in. They've got questions. So uh, I'm hoping that you can maybe help answer some of these frequently asked questions. What do you think of that, Brandon? I can try. All right. So first up, we've got Jim Roberts from Modesto, California. He asks, what are the opportunities for outdoor enthusiasts near Fargo, such as hiking, camping, or exploring nature reserves? Now, I know you can help with this one because yeah. you actually just came in from a hike this morning. Yeah. And boy, am I, are my arms tired. No. <laughs> All right. Sunny Modesto, California. One of the places that you want to hit up when you're here is um, Forest River Park in Fargo. I was just there today. The trails are beautiful. There's lots of like flowers and cool grasses and there's a river. And, it's, it's and beautiful. how far away from Fargo is that? Uh, it's actually, I think it's located in Fargo, but it's like oh. seven miles south of like downtown. So oh. it's it's a little bit of a trek, but it's it's worth it. It's Can you get there via, is, are there like bike trails leading to and from? I don't know about that one, but I, I would love to bike down there. I, I li- love biking. That yeah. No, I'm a, I'm a big biker. I, our previous guest knew a lot more biking than, uh, than, than I, I ever will. But uh, I do like, because our bike trails go, they connect everywhere. But I'm trying to, uh, tell me more about this place where you were hiking today, seven miles south of downtown. So it was in the city. Yeah. And, you know, if there's a will, there's a way. Like, if you want to bike seven miles to get there, like, I, I suppose you could probably do that. But, um, <laughs> yeah, we, we actually did a... Uh, like a, a nature walk and indigenous talk there um, a few weeks ago, and we had uh, Audubon, North Dakota, or Plains, Audubon Plains. I sorry, um, the Audubon Society came in and did like a, a talk about the nature and a talk about the birds, and then we had uh, someone from uh, MHA kind of do some of the language stuff and talking about the plants. Um, so it's a it's a very rich rich like ecologically rich place to be, and it's like far enough away from like the the busy city. Um, but accessible enough to get there pretty quickly. You said, uh, how, how did you put that? Uh, walk and talk. How did you? How did you put that? Was that? Is that like the official name? Because it sounds really cool. Yeah, it's what it we, we called it. We called the um, in, uh, in, in indigenous walk. No. Nature the, Walk Indigenous Talk. Yes, that's there it. you go. Yeah. yeah, that's really got a ring to it. Yeah. I, I like it. Nature Walk Indigenous Talk. Is that so? You guys do those segments regularly? Uh, we we would like to. So we, we we did one, and we're talking about we're talking to Audubon about um, doing another one, maybe next year, or maybe even doing one in the fall. I think there's there's a lot to explore there, and I think like even if we did them like every you know two times a year, three times a year, um, I think we could probably get enough interest for people to to come and and check it out because everyone needs a good excuse to get outside and. When people nature. like things that rhyme. Yeah. So, well, I mean, if it rhymes or if it's alliterative, yes. like the Fargo Five with its Fargo famous, Fargo fun, Fargo frequently asked uh-huh. questions. You see the alliteration I'm doing there. Um, so, but tell me, I'm, <laughs> I really want to nail down. Um, I've had this question a lot and it, I've never really been able to understand it. What exactly is hiking? <laughs> so, I mean, I don't, so when people say they go for a hike, so I, don't, I just, I don't, so they go for a walk. I understand what walking is. What is the definition? Like, what, where's the line between just going for a walk? If I go around a walk around the block, is that did I go for a hike around the block? I would say yes. You and would it say rhymes, yes. It, it rhymes with bike, so it's it's like a rhyme, <laughs> like bike, hike. bike, and hike. Yeah, take, yeah. Take the bike, go on a hike. But I so because you're describing this place where you took this hike today, yeah. and so I was imagining more like hilly. But there's no hills within <laughs> within like a 50 mile radius of Fargo. <laughs> I, right? I don't know of any. Like if you if you have any ideas, people in Radio Land, like about hills to hike on in Fargo, let me know. Um, I'd love to check it out. That, but so, where did you go on this walk 
And why did you choose to use the word hike instead of walk? I, I just, it, it just seems, I don't know. It's like one of those things that like just, it, it permeates your, your brain. Like when you're going out to nature, when I'm like taking, like, like really intentionally going to a place to walk in nature, then I'll call it a hike, I guess. But if I'm just like walking down the street, I usually don't call it a hike unless it was a really long way. And I can be like, oh boy, that was a hike. But it was, is there concrete? Were you walking on concrete? Uh, I think there were trails. Dirt, but uh, concrete like trails. Concrete tra- so there was concrete, and, and you dirt. still. But you, so I mean, I mean, look, you use the word however feels natural to you. You said it was a hike. I heard it was a hike. I believe it was a hike. The 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 emailer is asking about hikes, and hey. so if concrete, can you do a hike on concrete? That I, I don't. Yeah, that I'm not. Well, we report, you decide. I guess <laughs> to steal the term. Yes. Okay, moving on to our next question. Uh, Barbara Johnson from Las Vegas, Nevada. Nevada, Nevada. I guess it says NV. I, I was like, no, Nevada asks, do people in Fargo actually ride moose to work in the winter? How does one trace a, train a moose for commuting? Well, you know, I've seen maybe zero moose, meese, mouse. My, meeses? Have you never seen mooses? a moose? I don't know if um, I've ever seen a moose. I saw one at Shields once. Yeah. Oh, I saw, I've seen that one, but that you could probably, you probably get kicked out if you tried to ride that one. What's the strangest thing you've ever ridden? I rode a camel just a few months ago. Really? Yeah. Where was this? Uh, what I was, was the over, It was over in Brainerd, Minnesota, and they had- uh, Brainerd? Yeah, the zoo that I was like really like, like, oh, a zoo in Brainerd? Like, it, it might, you know, it's going to be cute or whatever, but yeah. it was actually like- super cool like and they let you ride the they let you ride the camel yeah for five dollars wow yeah wow for ten dollars i've been i went to the uh well i guess in the fargo zoo they let you touch the llamas so um yeah for the right price or the right place very cool well here we are moving on to our next segment uh we're gonna have some music first we've got uh from post-traumatic funk syndrome we've got their cover of the song vehicle don't go nowhere Here we go. All right. That was Speedometer with Slinky Boots. Welcome back to the Fargo Five. We are moving right along to the Fargo Fresh. Let's uh, open up with our uh, Fargo Fresh update from uh, Derek, last week's uh, 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 guest. I'm not going to try to say. Okay, I'm going to try. Estebo. There we go. I remembered. Yes, I've known him for like six years, and I. <laughs> and Brandon's with us here today still. Um, but the Fargo Fresh, uh, Derek Estebo, gives us an update. He says uh, we've been going strong all summer, even though we were inside last week due to the heat. Still had a great turnout. We'll be back outside this Wednesday and every Wednesday in August, and we hope to see as many folks as possible to show how much fun this sort of exercise can be. This event, as always, is free. And open to the public. How about that? That's uh, down in Broadway Square every Wednesday at 530. Uh, have you ever done Zumba, Brandon? I have not. What's a, I mean, are you a big cardio guy besides hiking? Maybe like biking? Oh, you, yeah, I guess I do like those. I I, I, I have not done Zumba and like those dance classes. Like they're, they're not my jam, but I, not I your appreciate jam. people that like them. Well, they're I good. really, I lose myself in the music. As uh, <laughs> as Marshall Mathers yes. said, you know, it took me it took me thirty some years to realize M and M is Marshall Mathers. Oh yeah. Did you ever realize that no, before? I either? No, no, right? I was just like, and I had my parody of Skittles from the Upper Midwest, right? Because right, M&M is Skittles, but mm-hmm. it wasn't. See, because it's not about M&Ms, the candy. It's about Marshall Mathers. 
You see? Yeah. It's all, it, yeah. all, it, all, it all comes together. Okay, uh, real quick real estate update. Uh, the total MLS, and I am a realtor at Berkshire Hathaway Home Services Premier Properties, as, as you may uh, be aware, uh, the total MLS has actually topped 950 available listings. Okay, this is a number I have not seen since last November, early November, when total inventory peaked. Similarly, the whole FM area is staying at firm at over 500 listings. This is high. It's not quite over the high of the FM area, which peaked last mid-November last year. So if you've been waiting to buy or got discouraged because there wasn't much out there, now might be a good start time to start looking again because there is inventory on the market. What do you think of the... Do you know anybody who's tried to buy a house recently and have, have heard the the woes of the multiple offer situation? No, but I've, I have heard about them. I, I, I do keep track on some of those things and I think it's it's good that we have a good inventory here and people can get into homes and um, like they don't have to worry about like having to compete with five other people for the same house like well, that's, <laughs> that's good. Unfortunately that's still happening oh, so like well. since the pandemic things have gotten just crazy as far as inventory being low and it's been very aggressive out there but if you're patient and if you work hard enough you, you can uh, you can definitely find find a good house out there but uh, you know when you take off a year from building that really is going to cut the uh, the supply down and doesn't help also that Fargo's population is booming. I don't know if you know, if you're aware. Um, we have, uh, with that diversion, we have all kinds of land that's opening up. And then we're going to be building that, which is going to bring all kinds of jobs. So between Amazon and the diversion and all the things that are going on in Fargo, <laughs> there's going to be a lot of people living in Fargo. And it's a good place to live. There's a lot to do. There's a lot to see. So a lot I, of good people. I like it here. Yeah. I, I like it. Well, like you said, when you moved to West Fargo, how, how long before you said, this is home? Was it, were you here a full year? Uh, no, it wasn't even a full year. And we were just like, yeah, this is, this is it. Because it's, it's, there's like, I grew up in the Twin Cities and there's always stuff going on, like, like music and art and all that stuff. And um, I was a little nervous when I moved here, but then I was like, like I, I saw like the Plains Art Museum, all kinds of music going on, all kinds of activities. Like it, this place is like, like big enough to have some of those really cool things, but small enough where you can really build some some awesome community. That's another reason that I uh, started this show is people are always saying, well, there's nothing to do in Fargo. There's nothing to do. There's nothing to do. I think that's a bunch of malarkey. <laughs> I, I, I think I think if, if, if you, you know, you're just not clued in, you got to know there's always so much. We don't have, okay, so you go down to the cities, like maybe there's some hot spots where you can go and it's like a venue or something. We don't have a lot of like, super hot venues but we have events that pop up that are just free and open to the public all over the place there is always so much to see and do in this town and it's great i i love fargo and that's uh, that's why i wanted to start this i'm hoping uh, the the podcast has even a a broader audience you know people who who want to see you know maybe thinking of moving to fargo <laughs> or like i wonder what's uh, going up in there is it is it nothing but tundras and snow no 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 we there's some of that though <laughs> a little bit a, a little bit but we do have uh, a lot that goes on here i i think fargo is a great city all right well we are moving along coming up next we've got uh, gold frap with her song utopia this always makes me uh, remember my old boss from my first job out of college uh, brent visti he introduced me to uh, to Goldfrap. Are you familiar with Goldfrap at all? I'm not. Oh well, you are about. You won't be able to hear much of it. You <laughs> can hear it uh, from my from my earphones though. So in, enjoy that uh, while the people on the radio can listen uh, to Goldfrap's Utopia. Here we go. That's Goldfrap's Utopia, and we are, believe it or not, into the last segment 
of the hour. We've been wow. here. We've been doing this for 50 minutes. That's wild. We are moving on to Fargo Favorites with uh, Brandon Beatty from the Indigenous Association. We uh, are going to go over your favorite things in Fargo and the surrounding areas. Okay. Get uh, get your opinions. Oh. So you're going to go out for a nice meal. What is your favorite restaurant in town? I love Thai Orchid. Thai um, Orchid? I live, I live in, in Moorhead. Um, that's where I reside. I yeah. work in Fargo. Yeah, but, big uh, shout out to Thai Orchid. Not too far from me. It's amazing. The owner is just really nice. Yeah. And the food is fantastic. What's your go-to meal there? Thai, uh, thai food can be really spicy. Yeah, but I usually get the um, the pad thai, which is not, they don't make it super spicy unless uh-huh. you want it that way. And then they have good spring rolls there. And yeah, it's good food. And so they're over, they're still in Moorhead or where are they at right now? I think they just moved to West Fargo. Um, you know, they were in the mall. So the mall is getting like torn down. Yeah, or re- that's renovated, right. The Moorhead so. Center Mall is being completely redone. I think Roars bought them up and is like redoing the whole thing. Yeah. So they're moving to West Fargo and it's a little bit more of a drive, but I will definitely make that drive. So. Um, order today. No. <laughs> no, that's that's great. That's great. Uh, now let's say you're going to meet somebody uh, you don't want to meet in the office. Uh, where do you go for to for for a, a beer, a coffee, or j- just to meet? Where's your favorite meeting place? Mm. I don't know. There's so many. Like I like going out to the park. Like outdoor <laughs> meetings, those are always good. I had that. This you go morning. go have a hike. Yeah, yeah. Go have, have a hike. hike. Just have a hike. Um, and I don't know. There's lots of different coffee shops and restaurants. I don't know if I could say like. Which you don't have a go. You don't have a go-to. No, I'm, I mean off I, the top of your head, gun to your head, like like we got to meet somewhere. Uh, Where do we go? Let's go meet somewhere. You just a park? No, you, what's what's? I can't remember the name for sure. That's that's why I'm I'm avoiding the question. It's uh, take your time. I'm over here. in Moorhead by um, and there's one in Fargo. It's over by McDonald's, right off of. Uh, I don't remember. No, keep going. Keep going. What's the, what's you the figure name? It out. I don't remember the name. You figure it Someone's out. Someone's going to be like, oh, you're Brandon, like you're just screaming at your radio right now. Um, Go ahead. Go ahead. Third something? Third trip? No, I don't know. Uh, I'm, that's a good one. There's a good coffee shop over there. In so Moorhead. Find coffee it. shop in Moorhead. Okay. Yep. <laughs> just go to a coffee shop in Moorhead. It'll okay. Well, well, now here's one I think um, you, may f- you may discover is more controversial uh, than you may have realized. What is your favorite grocery store? Where is it? You got to go get eggs. Or do you eat eggs? I don't know. Some people are <laughs> allergic. I don't know. Uh, where, where do you go get your food? Where do you eat? Uh, I'm allergic and I'm deeply offended. No, <laughs> just kidding. I love eggs. You never know. Um, yeah. I, Hornbachers. I just go to Hornbachers. It's you, close. Which you know? uh, close to, are, are you still living in West Fargo? No, I'm in Moorhead now. You're in so. Moorhead now. Okay. Yeah. Five, six, five, six, oh. So you go yeah. to the Hornbachers on eighth street there near the, near the college. Yeah. There's a lot of college kids in that one, I think. There are. But it's it's good. They usually have what I need. Um, you know, when I was in the Twin Cities, I used to love, like, every once in a while going to, like, the really bougie, uh, uh, like, Byerly's and, and um, Lund's and, like, getting some, like, fancy stuff. Um, I haven't found a grocery store that does, like, those really, like, super fancy things. I think Hornbacher's is about as bougie yeah. as it gets. But I was thinking, in like, Fargo, North Dakota. at Byerly's and, and Lund's, like, they have, like, these little cakes that are, like, done by, like, pastry chefs and, like, oh. like cannolis and, like, wow. all this uh, good stuff. So, yeah. like, if someone has an idea, um, I don't know, s- s- send Conrad an email and let him know, and then he can let me know. You know, um, or, or, or you could go to YouTube, search no, yeah. for Conrad Fargo, find the, the Fargo Favorites playlist and see other people's favorite grocery stores you see yeah you oh see yeah. you see the wisdom of the yes. segment so it's not it's not about just like sitting here with you and discussing hornbachers 
it's it's the bigger picture of we've had how many guests on and what what uh, what are they where do they go to the grocery store and uh, answers are are wildly different. No, and I think. Uh, I, I think you're the first one to say that you're looking for something a little more bougie. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, I just, uh, sometimes there's like, I, I like to try new things. Um, and yeah. a lot of times when you go to like, <laughs> I, I'm not that bougie. Like I, I'll go to like uh, Aldi or anywhere else yeah. too. But, yeah. um, you know, like I grew up not, I didn't have a lot when I was growing up, so I didn't eat super nice. But, um, you know, like getting like, like wonton wrappers to make you know wontons or something like you don't always find that everywhere so you just need to be able to go to some of those places that carry the little more unique items but there's you know there's probably other places too i'm always surprised by how many things so i lived in japan for a minute and like i just could not find diet mountain dew to save mm. my life you know what i mean like there's just like certain things that i i just missed from home and i could not get but then when i come back home to fargo fargo north dakota middle of nowhere I've always been able to, by hook or crook, find something, mm-hmm. you know, uh, uh, that uh, to get the stuff from Japan, find some way, some service, some something, uh, and I think that's something unique, uh, in, you know, in the in the United States, uh, that even in Fargo, North Dakota, which is you know pretty metro, you can get most of the things. So like wonton wrappers, even mm-hmm. uh, you know even Cashwise has those. So yeah. I mean, I, I um. But yeah, so that that's an exciting uh, discussion. Now on to the the fourth question: What's your favorite business in town? Hmm. Hmm. I really like a lot of businesses. <laughs> I don't know. You there's pick, a lot of cool places to go here in Fargo. I don't know if there's there's like little like shops. Like I I went to um, uh, Orange Records the other day for the first time. Yeah, and that was pla- that place was super hip. It reminded me of when I was like a teenager skateboarding around and like listening to punk rock and like thinking I'm you know like a, a rebel. Um, you know, like I, I kind of was, I guess. But like it just kind of brings me back to that time and it makes me think of of that. And um, I, I had my family in town and um, from Seattle, and that was one of the places that we went. Orange so. Records, an underwriter of uh, KRFF ninety five point nine. Hey. They're I mean, great. they they're a bit yeah, they're great. We we love Orange Records over here at uh, uh, KRFF. So. Yeah, and if you want to send me a sticker, um, <laughs> I'm just down the street from you. So yeah, come okay, by. very cool, <laughs> very cool. Yeah, they're on uh, 641 First Avenue North in downtown Fargo. Yeah, they are. It is all really close together, isn't it? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we are on to the last question. Are you ready? Yes. Are you ready to answer the most difficult question of all? What do you do for a good time? You're gonna have uh, some fun. You you got some alone time, or you got some not, not maybe not alone. Maybe you do it with somebody else. But you're gonna have a good time. You're gonna let loose. It's not work. You're just having fun in Fargo, North Dakota. What are you doing? Uh, I like to ride my bike to the dike and take a hike. No, <laughs> just kidding. I know I really do like to be outside. Yeah, um, so big like this, guy. that's that's you know like I don't get as much time to do it because I'm you know busy with work and yeah. life and whatever. Um, but if I can be outside by water, um, maybe get in a canoe or a kayak and um, just kind of paddle. Like that's that's my that's my go-to. Place. You love doing the outdoor stuff. I do, you, and you do it all in Fargo. You, you do can, your hiking yeah. and yeah. you do paddling in Fargo? Well, you can. You can rent uh, kayaks over by the Hedge... How do you say that? Hedgecock Center? Hemp. 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 I, the J is a Y sound. Okay. That's okay. now That's we, good. Thank you. I've, yeah. I've been... Why? Yeah. Well, because uh, 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 my family is called the Birkins. Oh, okay. And they are spelled B-J-E-R-K-E-N. And so that... But it's pronounced Bjerk. 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 So, it, yeah. Yeah. The Bjerkins. The Bjerkins. 
Yeah, so they, you can rent you can rent them there. So go on like I don't know. I think it's like Moorhead Parks Department. Really? Um, and then you like go. you just get right on the river from there. Yeah, yeah. That's I haven't really done it cool. Yet. I haven't no, done, I haven't that, done yet, that either. It's, that it's, sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. Do you think that's kid friendly, or maybe you don't want kids? Well, maybe not littles, but yeah. Well, how, how little is little? Could I bring my four-year-old? Do you think? Mm, I don't know. I don't know. You should, you should check I should out their I website. I should ask them. Check out their yeah. website. All right. I, well, I take no responsibility <laughs> for four-year-old children that are not uh, mine. Well, here we are. That's the show. Awesome. That's cool. it. Oh, that's a, that's an hour. I'm yeah. I'm gonna close it out with David Bowie, Ashes to Ashes, because you never go wrong with little Bowie. Nice. But um, before you get out of here, what do you want to plug? Go ahead, plug. Plug, oh. plug, plug. So Bear Grease, go to Bear Grease, um, August 10th. We have uh, the Native American Community Picnic over at MB Johnson Park in Moorhead on August 19th on Saturday from noon to 5. Make sure you hit that up too. That one's also free and open to the public, so uh, I will see you there. Come get some food. Awesome, awesome. If you're watching this on YouTube, I need to start asking for this maybe with every segment. Hit smash the, the subscribe button and hit the like button. Right? Like that? It means it means subscribe. So do that. Um, if you're not subscribing, uh, find me on YouTube. It just go to YouTube and uh, youtube.com forward slash at Conrad Fargo is how that URL works. Or you could just search for Conrad Fargo. You'll find the Fargo 5 right on there. You can find us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash the Fargo 5. That's what you've been listening to. So find us, find us there. And we will see you next week.